Welcome to Breaking Through Writer's Block. We are really excited to dive into writing. It's our first online writing webinar. And uh, writing is so important. Most of the, the work that we do, uh, even if we work on video, <laughs> we have to come up with some type of script. So I'm really excited to uh, have this workshop with you guys. My name is Paola Mendez, and I am the founder of the Blogger Union. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know the Blogger Union, it's a network of blogger communities dedicated to growing our members, brands, and incomes through meetups, uh, workshops, and brand collaborations. So I run the South Florida bloggers here in the Miami area, but we also have the DC bloggers. Carly's here, she runs the DC bloggers. We also have uh, the New York City bloggers, the Houston bloggers, Minneapolis bloggers, and a ton of other cities. So hopefully once we're all able to <laughs> see each other in person again, you, and you live in one of the cities where we have a chapter, you can uh, join us for in-person meetups uh, where we hang out and we learn. Uh, to learn more about it, please check out thebloggerunion.com. And my personal blog is Coral Gables Love, in case you guys want to check it out. If you come visit Miami, I have all kinds of tips there. <laughs> and our speaker today is Leah Sahiroti. She is an educator and writer. She uh, teaches online all the time. She's super talented, and I'm so excited to have you here with us today, Leah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. So I've been teaching um, for 10 years, um, and I'd say I've been writing my whole life, um, but started to publish my writing about five years ago. Um, back then, I ran a blog, A Girl in Her 30s, which is how I met Paola. Um, but since I've been published in local publications, um, like community newspapers, um, I'll do some guest blogging every now and then. And I worked with the National Trust on a pretty big community project for um, one of our neighborhoods um, that's considered historic here in Miami. I've taught writing to children as young as five years old and all the way through adults. <laughs> um, so a lot of what I'll say may sound very basic, very elementary, um, but I'll explain why there's, I think, a certain magic to that and why I'd still like to share that or reshare that with you guys. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome, Leah. Well, I am ready with my notebook and pen, which you told me okay. to bring. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> here's our plan for today. I kind of, I want to break this down in, in three stages um, because we all know that writing comes in stages, right? So there's this pre-writing process, then the actual writing and editing and then publishing being the final step. So I kind of want to break it up into where we run into writer's block in each of these stages, right? So we'll work on creating an idea collection, and I'll talk more about what that means. Then I'll talk a little about what happens when we feel stuck to even begin, to even get started. We don't, we just can't put pen to paper what to do in that moment. And finally, um, I'll explain how once we get started, what happens when we run out of gas? and we don't know how to continue. So before we do get started, I want to encourage you to grab your writer's notebook, some paper, a pen, pencil, whatever you feel comfortable writing with. Um, it can even be electronic. So if you wanna open up an, uh, a folder and title it, you know, writer's block, so we can start adding some pieces to that portfolio. 
once you have your, you're ready to get started, either give me a thumbs up or send in the chat box ready. And I, that way I'll know we're all ready for our first writing exercise. Okay, awesome. Looks like we're ready. <laughs> Looks like we're ready. Okay. I'm going to begin with our first writing exercise. So throughout, throughout today's meeting, I will be, um, uh, we'll, we'll do several exercises. For each of these, I want you to think of them as a free write. So absolutely no judgment of whatever comes to your mind in that moment. Once you put pen to paper, just go ahead and write. Um, in, in this first exercise, you'll see it can just be a list. So it'll just be a, uh, a bullet list and then we'll work from there. But mostly what I want you to, to work on is not stopping yourself as the ideas are being generated. Okay, so let me share again. Our first exercise will be, I want you to list 10 memories. You don't have to give the details, just list them. 10 days that stand out in your mind from your entire life. Um, and it could be positive memories or negative, whatever comes to mind. And we'll do that for about the length of one song.
able to come up with all 10, that's okay. Um, it, can, it can be something you'll continue to do afterwards. Um, so what I want everyone to do right now is choose one of the memories that you wrote um, and just go ahead and send it in, in the chat. So for example, I wrote Mont Blanc as one of my memories. So just go ahead and choose one that you're comfortable sharing and send it in the chat. Wow, so we're getting a ton of responses. So already we're breaking through writer's block, right? <laughs> we're already starting to get the, the writer flow going. We have memories that range from beautiful memories like, you know, first kisses and graduations and ceremonies and weddings to memories of loss, right? And they're all valid and we're going to write about these memories. So why did I ask you to do this exercise? Because as a writer, one of the things that is important to keep us going is to continue to have a bank of ideas to write about so that when we're stuck, we can have something to part from. We can, we can um, work through or have, have a resource that we've created for ourselves for those moments. So this is something maybe you want to take a screenshot of or save. I wanted to give you a resource of several of these ideas so that you can have a collection for your own. Some people call them an idea Bible, idea collection, ongoing writer's notebook. So just as you listed 10 favorite memories and that already yielded for you 10 possible stories you could write, any of these, the items on this list can um, give you the ideas that you need when you're stuck. How does that play out? For those of you who are finance bloggers or who work in social media, um, content creation, how does that work out to actual publishing? So I wanted to show you a couple of examples of what that looks like once it starts to play out. So one of the items on the list was when you come to an important realization, right? So a story about a time that I came to an important realization. I'm gonna share with you, back in my blogging days, this was a collaboration, a collaborative post with Lincoln. Now Lincoln as a brand, I mean, it was a very important partnership for me, but it, it also was one of those moments of, what do I write, right? I'm a girl in her 30s, what do I write about Lincoln? So I won't, you know, make you read the whole blog. <laughs> But it started with me telling a, a realization that I came to on my own, right? In the past, I may have been partial to these views because as an extrovert, they often excuse my behavior. So I came to a realization at one point through my writing that because I'm an extrovert and my husband's an introvert, I te we tend to clash. So telling that story led into this collaboration, which not only yielded the, the actual writing, but even in the, in the photos, you can tell there was a storyline there. 
because I was able to take from these moments in my life to write about. Another example is overheard dialogue. So I'll share with you a couple of little bit funny overheard dialogues. And this was for an event I was invited to through Coral Gables Love or through the Bloggers Union. And this was the Vixen workout with Propel Water. Again, Vixen workout could yield like major writer's block because I knew I didn't want it to be a piece about working out, right? I didn't just want to explain what it's like to work out. So right away, I start with last month for 60 minutes, a room full of women became hunger posing, kitten stretching vixens. And if that sounds ugly, that was our intention. Where did those phrases come from? That was the dialogue I heard throughout the, throughout the workout. That's what Janet Jones says, right? As you're working out, she says, okay, come on kittens and pose. And, and so taking from that dialogue at the event brought on my story. So I did wanna share with you that resource so that you guys can start creating your own idea Bibles or idea collections. Huh, something happened with my screen. Give me one second. Okay, so now we've started to yield our ideas. We're gonna come back to our writing exercise. Remember I asked you to choose one memory to write about. And then you sent it in the chat, or maybe you didn't. It's okay if you didn't send your memory. What I want to do now is actually take some time to free write about that memory. So I'm gonna play some music again, and we're all gonna write about one of the memories that you chose. Now, what are the rules of a free write? Basically, just don't stop writing. <laughs> Whatever comes to mind. If it starts to go off on a tangent that has nothing to do with the memory, that's okay. If the grammar's not perfect, that's okay. There's no judgment here. If you don't know what to write, then you'd write, I don't know what to write, and keep going. Just make sure that your pen doesn't come off the paper. So if we're all ready, those of you who have your camera on, go ahead, give me your thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> so I'll play some music, and I'll tell you guys about how long it'll be.
we can write for a little bit more. One more minute. like a stopping point. So I know you're all muted, but I'd like for you to send in the chat box if there was one sentence that stood out to you as you were writing, if there was anything about what you wrote that you'd like to share. Um, and I'll, I'll go first. So one of the things that I wrote was I started to write about my memory of, of going to Mont Blanc. And then midway, I'm like, you know, I'd rather write about the day Lake Como got angry and we got stuck. I'd never been in a storm at sea before and just completely shifted what I was writing. And that's what I love about free writing is since there are no rules, you can just see kind of where your mind takes you. So go ahead and send me in the chat box, if you're comfortable, maybe a sentence or a thought or something that you wrote that's stood out to you, that you're proud of. So Christina's remembering her Florida days. So Nora, I love that, scraggly and sad. There's like a, a beauty to it, right? As my mother pins my cap to my head, beautiful start. Very good. So one of the things about our writing, and I think it's Judy Bloom who says this, is if you don't feel, um, especially as you're starting or if you're stuck, if you don't feel like a quick win, it's, you can become very discouraged. 
So part of why I encourage sharing and I encourage publishing, right? So putting yourself out there, whether it's on a social media caption or on a blog post, is because each of those times that you put your writing out there is a win that then you can rely back on, on moments when you're stuck. You can go back and say, you know, but when I wrote this caption, that, that um, post yielded a lot of comments and engagement. And then you can feel successful as a writer because we can all be successful as writers. Just because we get stuck doesn't mean that we're not writing or that we're not writers. So this leads into what to do when you feel stuck to even begin. So when starting seems impossible, I recommend these three things. First, free write regularly. So today we may feel kind of out of shape, right? Our writing muscles feel out of shape because maybe we haven't been writing on a regular basis. And when I say regularly, I mean set a timer five to 10 minutes a day. Not only is it cathartic and will help you mental health wise, right? but it helps your, your writing muscles to continue. And you'll see that over time, you're able to extend those five to 10 minute blocks to much longer. Now, the spirit moves you and you feel inclined to write more, there's no reason to shut off the timer, right? You can continue. And it's also important that it be a free write, meaning that you're not thinking this is gonna be your next blog post, you're not thinking this is gonna be your next novel, that you're just writing for the sake of writing because there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves when we're thinking about a final product. And that doesn't help us develop the craft of writing itself necessarily. So I recommend that you write, when I say free write, I also mean free of judgment without being worried about what the final result will be. Maybe nothing comes of any of what we just wrote, right? But we still developed that or started to develop our writing muscles. The next, um, Thing I, I do and I, I feel like it works hundred percent of the time and I don't know if that's because writers tend to be a bit narcissistic but I like to reread my own work so I'll go back to my very first blog post ever and just start scrolling and reading and reading and I'll take lines and I basically plagiarize myself I'll take a line and go with it right and say there's so much more to unpack here I do it with Instagram captions too so go back and reread your own work that you've already published, that's already a finished product, and learn from yourself. Or revisit things that maybe you were too scared to um, dive into at the moment or to, to expand on. And then my next tip is to write with your non-dominant hand. And this is a tip I learned from in the palm of your hand from Steve Kowit. And this is more of a, this is a poetry workshop book, um, but I like how it helps me when I'm stuck. And one of the tips is to write with your non-dominant hand. It doesn't work for everyone, but according to Steve Kowit, when you write with your non-dominant hand, so for example, for me, I'm right-handed, for me, it would be writing with my left hand. Because you're not able to write, um, as clearly, as legibly, your handwriting won't be clear, it actually helps you to focus more on the memory than the actual writing. So we're gonna try that next, okay? That'll be our next writing exercise. You're gonna continue with the memory that right where you left off, but you're gonna write with your non-dominant hand. Okay?
And we'll do it for the, it's a four minute length, four, four minutes, almost five minute song.
anyone surprised by what was able to come up the memories or any details that were able to come up and maybe you'd like to share that in the chat what happened as you were writing with your non-dominant hand Yeah, I agree with Christina. You, it's like it's all coming to you and you almost want to switch to your right, right? I should have encouraged at that point for you to switch to your, to your dominant hand so you could finish writing. Very good. So Stormy says, um, I, was, I actually ended up writing more with my less dominant hand. Our, it's like all our brain's energy goes to trying to write and it stops doing our that editor work where it's checking us and telling us how, how horrible our grammar is or why are you writing that? We can silence that voice and kind of distract it with trying to write with our non-dominant hand. It gave Michelle more time to think about the details. Um, Melissa felt a lack of flow. Yeah, so this doesn't necessarily work for everyone. Very good. So Leslie, what happened to Leslie is what happens to me every time I do this exercise, which is you're actually able to recall the memory more vividly. Um, I remember the first time I ever did this exercise, I actually remembered, because I was writing about my child, I'll never forget, I was writing about an event that happened to me when I must have been like eight years old. And when I switched to my left hand, it was almost like being transported to that scene and remembering and seeing details that I had completely just, I guess, re suppressed for years. And it all came out. And then, of course, you switch to your dominant hand, right? Definitely becomes less legible. So if you like what you wrote, go ahead and transfer it before you forget because you may not be able to remember as soon as this live session, this meeting is done, what you wrote. Very good. I think for me, the feelings became more vivid today. So today, as I was writing about how angry Lake Como got that day, um, it actually reminded me of how it felt being there rather than what it looked like. But speaking of all the details, that brings me to our final um, technique that we'll learn. So now we've started writing. I don't know, has it ever happened to you that you're driving? Hasn't happened to us in a while because we're on quarantine, but you're driving, like on the 826, you feel your car begins to shake and you're like, oh man, I forgot to put gas. It's happened to me. You have to pull on the side of the road. Um, sometimes that happens in my writing. I'll start writing. I got a good three sentences in and then I'm like, and now what? I, I almost feel like 
I ran out of gas, right? I don't know where I'm going to take it from here. It feels done. What more do I say? And I think that tends to happen for me. It tends to happen anytime I've had um, a collaborative post where I'm writing about a product or a brand. I almost feel like, okay, I've described now what? So for that, and pardon my, <laughs> I consider myself a writer, but not too much of an artist. Um, so this is what I call the star writing technique. And I'll literally draw out a star. Each of the points represents one of the, of our senses. And in the center, I'll do thoughts. So for example, um, say I'm writing about this experience that I'm having right now. I'll start listing the smells. So I smell coffee because that's what I'm drinking. Um, my hair smells burnt from the iron. As far as taste, I'll come back to coffee, which is bitter. I almost wish I had put more sugar. My sight, I can write about how I see um, the faces of the participants. I can go into details describing the faces of the participants. What do I hear? I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I hear the birds chirping. They've been so much louder during quarantine than ever before. And I can completely, I just, I hear, I hear them all day and night. Um, touch and texture is one that I always struggle with. That's why I added texture. Because if I just go on touch, I feel like I, it's hard for me to describe that. But if I was going to describe this, um, the touch or the texture of this, I may describe the cold from the AC and I may get into that, et cetera, right? And then thoughts. So sometimes when we write with sensory details, we forget our own thoughts, um, which are happening in a moment, in a memory, in a scene, in an event. So I like to add that to these dimensions of, of uh, sensory details. And especially because it's something your reader doesn't know unless you tell them. So what are my thoughts? What are the things you don't know unless I tell you? I'm very nervous, even though this isn't my first time teaching online, but I'm totally nervous. Um, I, fi I find myself um, more than I'd like, etc. right? So basically, you're mapping out more details that you can then add. Remember we talked about running out of gas? So here's more fuel that you can add to your writing. So by, by making yourself consciously have to think of each of the senses that were used um, in that moment, or how you experienced that memory, that moment, makes, gives you more material to write with. So that will be our final writing exercise. I want you to go ahead and draw little stars on your on your writer's notebook and we're going to work on adding sensory details you can do this with your dominant hand so that it works better <laughs> and I, we're going to work on adding sensory details to the previous writing so everything that you've written today go back and 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 just think of the memory in terms of what your senses were experiencing at that moment and add it anywhere on the margins or as a continuation, however you'd like. And we'll do that for about three minutes.
So how did we do? Were we able to find even more details, um, specifically sensory details that we could add to our writing? I see some of you. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I find that um, the fact that it's something so simple, you can just kind of like draw it out. It's not like back in school when they would give you a graphic organizer and you had to remember what each of the steps were and how you were going to use it. I think it's really simple to remember. And it's worked for me, I can honestly say, 100% of the time. Every time I'm stuck, I say, why do I even feel stuck if I have my own formula to writer's block? And I'll pull out a sheet of paper. And I'll fold it up and I'll label it with all the senses and it works every time. All right, as far as the writing goes, good. Very good. So, so far, or today, what we've been able to accomplish is creating a collection or at least a list of how we can begin to create a collection of ideas that we can fall back on in moments where we need it and feel stuck. I encourage you to work on these regularly through free writing regularly so that on the day you actually need it because you have a deadline coming up because you know you have to put content out, you're not relying on the muse to come that day. You've already have work from the past. We also saw that there's three things we can do when we feel stuck to even begin. Um, one is to work on our muscle, right? On our writing muscle by free writing every day. And that's something that we should all continue to remind ourselves to do as writers. Um, but then we also saw what the technique of writing with your non-dominant hand did for us. And also going back, you're all already writers. So go back to your writing, even if it's going back to those things your parents kept that you wrote when you were in the third grade, right? Go back to your previous work because you can always find inspiration in, in something you've already written. And then once you start writing and you feel like you ran out of gas, I recommend you use the star writing technique. And that's what I had to share. With you guys. So <laughs> I hope that you feel inspired, so inspired that you just want to log off and start writing. That was so helpful, Leah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, I see people are clapping. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. For <laughs> Thank you for the clapping hands. And so um, if, uh, if you found this um, workshop helpful for uh, techniques on breaking writer's block, you should definitely join us next week because Leah is going to be teaching how to write a killer about me page. And the reason why your About Me page is so important and why we dedicate a workshop to it is because it's one of the most visited pages on your website because people wanna know who is behind this website, who's writing all of this and what is this website about? And it tends to be the page that, um, whether it's visitors that wanna find out about you or um, a brand that wants to do a collaboration and wants to find out who this uh, website is about or, someone maybe wants to pitch some type of collaboration with you. I don't know. They usually visit that page. So it's very important that you do a great job writing that page. And we're going to be doing that next, I believe it's next Thursday, Thursday? right? Thursday? <laughs> I have to look. <laughs> I should have checked that out before. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Thursday the 28th. Oh, okay. oh it'll be, um, Thursday the 28th at 3 p.m. So if you guys want to um, check that out, I'm going to leave the link here in the chat 
And also, if um, you joined us late or you, you missed the screenshot of one of those slides from Leah, I'm going to be sharing the replay. Uh, I'll be emailing it to all of you, but if uh, you don't receive my email, we share all of our free webinars in our Blogger Union YouTube channel. So here's the link to the, what, um, the workshop that's happening next week. And I'm also gonna add the link to our YouTube channel in case you would like to subscribe uh, so that you get notifications whenever we upload any new uh, webinar replays. Um, and that's it. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. <laughs> yes, thank you. You're all amazing, amazing writers. I can tell just from your chatting. So thank you so much. I hope you feel inspired to continue. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye, yes, everyone. Thanks.